Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Disney. Nope. <laughs> Those weren't words. Sorry. All right. Now I got to drink water again because I threw myself off that. Brandon. Do you like Disney? Do you like movies? Do you like friends who watch these movies? Disney Channel. Tipsy Paddle. Disney Channel. Tipsy Paddle. Disney Channel. Tipsy Paddle. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Disney Channel Tipsy Panel, the podcast where we watch and review all the decoms from A to Xenon. My name is Brandon Lamuto, and I am your host, and I am here with all of my fellow foreign exchange students from Canada. Ca- Canada, is that how you say it? I think I'm saying it right. Canada. I'm here with all my friends. Ryan Metz is our sound engineer. What Hi, can Ryan. can I help you with? Uh, the sound. Can you give me sound? Mm. Yeah. Can you give me a hug? <laughs> Can you give me some advice? I think I'm doing a good job. I just want your support. My advice is that you put me out of my misery. I'm not going to do that. I need you. And I need all my other friends. James Letiri is our mixologist. Hi, James. I've changed my last name to Cromwell. James <laughs> Cromwell. Ooh, very fitting. Yep. It, it That sounds good. You know, I don't think there's been anyone out there named James Cromwell. So that's... <laughs> nope. Yeah. You're the only I've one. Also, I've also decided to become the actor in a movie called Babe. Wow. And, and write mystery novels about horses. Wait, hold on. You got to tell me more about that, but now's not the time. <laughs> <laughs> Brennan Banta is our art director. Hi, Brennan. Hi. Um, I'm here. Yeah, you are. And we love you for it. Uh, and we have a guest today. Who's that? Uh, th- uh, this person is uh has been on the show before so a friend of the show a Hmm. veteran of the show Hmm. our local halloween expert and as a newly relevant again um kazakhstani journalist once said uh my spouse uh please welcome kate hyman hey everybody how you doing hi kate i'm okay you know okay yeah well okay Um, we got a good show for you guys we are it's Halloween season. It's spooky time. Um, at least it is right now. You can listen to this whenever you want, and then it becomes spooky time for you, which is the wonderful thing about podcasts. Uh, this episode is the third installment in the Halloween Town series. It's called Halloween Town High because now they go to school. Uh, they're, I don't think, were they ever like in school before? I think they had like a dance, but I don't think they ever like. Went to school, even though I don't think any of these kids have been to school before. Well, ever. most of them actually haven't. The movie, if you didn't know, is about uh, a bunch of foreign exchange students from Halloween Town coming to the mortal realm to go to school. And uh, obviously it results in hilarious hijinks. Um, but we'll get all, we'll get to all that in a minute. Uh, before we get into the episode, we are called the Tipsy Panel for a reason. And that reason is exactly the thing that's, you know, building up a burp in my mouth right now. Uh, it's it's that sweet, sweet nectar of the gods. They call it alcohol. And it's really nice. James is our mixologist. He's whipped up a very tasty drink for us. James, what do you got? I got a Halloween Town highball. Mm. There, this is a seamless name smushed together. Of uh, if I've ever seen one for one of these drinks, um, and basically a highball is like 
any it's like any drink with dark liquor where there's more mixer than alcohol in it. So like a lot of times it's made with scotch and like club soda or something. Um, but this one is uh ounce and a half of bourbon, three ounces of ginger ale, half an ounce of maple syrup. So it's like fall kind of. And then you squeeze half a lime over that and drink it with a whole bunch of ice. I really like that. I really like that maple syrup in there. It's uh nice and sweet and tasty. Ay ay ay. Listeners, if you would like to make this drink, you can because we're going to post it on our Instagram at uh, Disney Channel Tipsy Panel. You can whip up the drink, you can drink the drink, and then you can tell us how much you liked it. But please remember, decom responsibly. All right, should we talk about this movie? I think it's I think it's time. What is there to say? It's a movie, you know. It's great. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, <laughs> look, it's it's got all the fun Halloween tropes, but is there a story? Is there really a story? Oh, sure. Well, yeah. Oof. All right, R- Ryan, why don't you tell us the story? Because I know you're just, you're playing coy. You know the story. Um, what happens here? All right, so let me see if I can get this straight. Um, Marnie wants to develop an exchange program between the students at Halloween Town uh, High and North America High or wherever it is that they are. <laughs> and um, the bad guys want to take away her powers because she made a bet with them that uh, humans have changed and they will be accepting of monsters and ghouls and stuff and they don't think so. So who are the bad guys, Ryan? I don't know, man. I'm not invested in this at all. Don't really give oh, a shit. You know they um, are the knights. Oh, well the knights <sighs> It's only a phrase that they say like twenty times throughout the movie. Yeah, but are are the knights actually a thing or they're just using it? to you know cover for the bad things that they're doing oh i have no idea they cite this ancient order that has supposedly been extinct for a thousand years but we see people walking around in suits of armor so i i guess maybe they're just an imitation but those those aren't the same people that is is like the tribunal that that want to take away marnie's powers because oh but it's not the tribunal it's just that one shitty dude the the uh the hair man edgar something he's a judge I mean, yeah that's the, the whole so guy. that's the whole thing about this movie marnie accidentally bets her family's powers and they're like oh okay well then if if this program goes to shit then we get your powers she's like wait no what ah and then she disappears but the whole thing is like we can't let the mortals know that witches exist like mortals and magic can't mingle because then magic will be it'll be a threat to magic and we're going to prove that by threading your magic. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make any sense. I I'm took with you, notes Ryan. on this movie and I don't know why for the life of me I took notes because it's all so stupid. Oh, it makes perfect sense. What I would have loved to see though from this movie is so we get the sense that the knights are kind of omnipresent. We we see a, a 
a gauntlet holding on to a railing so we know that the knights are there. We see a sword drop on the ground so we know the knights are near. Uh, I just want to get full shots of the knights doing this random stuff. Like, I want to see a knight walking through the mall following these kids around. I want to see a knight in full suit of armor drawing a chalk dagger on the sidewalk of the school right before it rains. Just, you know, wipe the chalk off his hands. Whoop! Job well done, Clarence. And then he just hops on his scooter and rides away. There is just one knight, even though there's a threat of many knights. There's just the one guy who's acting as a knight. The principal, I mean, we're getting ahead, but like there's one knight who is doing all of this stuff under the direction of the main man at the council, the student council. (sighs) But there is no... There's almost no actual threats besides yeah, really just doing? like, are you watching something? What is this what knight doing? He doesn't have any powers. He's just uh, making threats, but this not is actually true. doing it. Fashion, Zero though. purpose. There should be no real threat in a Disney Channel movie. The idea is that you could be seven years old and watch this movie with like drool falling down your face and not have to be concerned about anything at all. The movie just happens oh to you God. and you perceive it and you take it in and, and it means nothing. That's a good Disney Channel movie. Well, that's exactly how I watch this. Yeah. This yes. actually set a new precedent for me. I've never taken three days to watch a movie. <laughs> <laughs> but it took me three days for this one. Oh, that's tough. Um, yeah. You know, I don't think I've ever watched any of them in multiple sittings. Like it, it seems that most of you guys break it up because you know, we're adults, we have jobs and obligations, but me, I just sit down on the couch with my lovely, beautiful wife and we, we take them in as if we're watching a best picture winner. We, we, we get some snacks and, and we really, uh, we really let it percolate. Yeah, that's the thing, dear listeners. This is not the only movie that I've had to watch. (laughs) I've had to watch every single one. (laughs) Why don't you sound happy about that? (laughs) I thought this was why we got married. You said, oh, yeah, I want to marry you so that I can keep watching all the movies. Yeah, that's what you said. I'm pretty sure that's what she said. It's not a job or an obligation or a lack of wife that means... That's the reason why I'm watching these multiple days in a row. <laughs> they're just, they're Brandon, they are so hard to get through. And this one was one of the hardest ones. Oh, I don't know about that. Let's, let's talk about it. Uh, Sharpay's brother is in it. Yes. From yeah. High School Musical. Lucas Grabeel. I don't know how to say his last name. It's very clunky. Um, all of the Halloween Town characters have masked themselves as human form to enter mortal school. There's but one they, that looks like Alfred E. Newman. Also, yeah. there's the other yeah. girl from um, High School Musical in it. Oh, yeah. The uh, the troll girl is Piano Lady. I don't know oh, anyone's yeah. name. Hat, what? hat Girl. Yeah, Hat Girl. <laughs> exactly. Um, anyway, if you wear a hat in High School Musical, you're qualified to be in Halloween Town High. Mm-hmm. Um, God, there were so many berets. <laughs> yeah, and they were all Halloween themed. Like, you would assume that... It starts in August or September because it's at the end, the beginning of the school year. But everyone wears like a jack-o'-lantern skirt or a spider beret. 
Um, I don't know about you, Brennan, but I am always down to be Halloween themed. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true, but it's like, hey, we got to lay low. We're from Halloween Town playing mortals. Uh, They were terrible at laying low. Hey, let's talk about, what's her name? Cassie? Cassie is a witch who shows up and she's treating the humans like a science experiment. It's like they're in a zoo. She wants to study them. She wants to watch them eat. She wants to know how they tick and how they breathe and how they act and everything. But when everyone pulls off their skin suits and reveals their true Halloween town selves, she's just a human. She's humanoid. So I can't say, I mean, I can't say she's human, but she doesn't have a costume. She just puts on more flamboyant clothing and that's her, that she's a witch now. So does she really think that humans are that different from her? Also, then what is she? She's a witch. Yeah, but Marnie's a witch too. Does that mean Marnie's not human? Marnie is half human. It was established. Yeah, she's a a mudblood. So Debbie Reynolds, she's not human. No, she's a witch. And her mother is a witch, then we can assume. This is so confusing. I don't even want to get into the whole age differential thing because I think we've talked that out, you know, forever in the other two Halloween Town podcasts, but... I'm I'm just confused. I thought that they were all just human if you but you have magical powers. Oh well. There's there's one line where the head of the student council, the magic council, is like he says it to Marnie, I'll find it. But like he says to Marnie, he's like, You you mixed like he had it ready to go. He was like, your, your father was human. That's why you're not right. Like he really <laughs> didn't like that. She was not completely witch, whatever that means. Right. This is a movie about pure bloods. Yeah, and basically the knights are really the night nights nights. If, if you know <laughs> what I'm saying. Wait. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that does culminate in a whole stupid, like, we don't want them here in our town, do we, folks? And there's an angry mob that lasts all of five seconds. Yeah. Maybe this is a small detail. I can't get past the fact that, like, they're all ghouls and monsters and and demons and ogres. And then they have names like Ethan. (laughs) 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 They didn't even, there's no, like... Slagathor. There's just nothing. It's just Born anything. from the blood of the moon under yeah. the 17th cycle. It's Carl. Yeah, yeah exactly. Saw, like in all of the movies, they all have relatively normal names for whatever reason. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> they need to adjust somehow. They also have pretty mortal uh, hobbies like stamps collecting. <laughs> I was Why surprised even... to find out that Halloween Town had stamps. Like, well, yeah. isn't Halloween Town just one town? Right, and can't they use? Don't they have a better system filled with magic to deliver the mail? Probably. I assume they have some sort of way to just magic messages to each other. They can teleport. They should. They should have a better system. Yeah. Well, if they can Although, teleport, they probably don't even have to use mail. You just teleport over, say what you need to say, and then teleport back. That's why he collects stamps, because they're useless. They're just kind of a, a tchotchke. They're like amiibos or Pokemon cards or some shit. 
it's like someone someone still collecting like Morse code. Yeah. Uh, I wonder though, there is a distinction between those in Halloween Town who are magic and those in Halloween Town who are just like monsters. Mm-hmm. I don't think the majority of them are magic, even though they live in what is perceived by us, the audience, and everyone else as a magic world. That's yeah, people with point. magic seem to be the elites. Yeah. Or people with pumpkin heads. They're also pretty powerful. Yes. I like people the with six arms. Yeah, I like that whole crew of the, the communal. Uh, you got one guy who's just a dude. Uh, the, the, the six armed centipede man, uh, a pumpkin head, a mummy and a vampire. Those ones are fine, but pumpkin head, I'm a big fan of him. I like him. Yeah. He's a cool dude. I also like that the mummy doesn't, doesn't talk. He just holds up a sign that says like, <laughs> what? Oh, excellent. Uh, reaction image potential right there. Just yeah. a sign that says yay and a sign that says nay. Yeah. What yeah. if he gets asked questions that, you know, can't be answered by a yay or nay? What he does is some sort of movement, like a fluid circular motion of yay and nay to kind of just make it turn into like something else. I have a confession, guys. That's why I haven't been speaking this whole episode because I'm dressing up as the mummy for <laughs> Halloween this year and I'm just holding up a yay or a nay sign. But you can't see it because podcast is audio only. No, it, it looks really good. I like it. Thanks. I thought you were just cheering us on. No. Oh. <laughs> Ryan is doing the opposite of cheering us on. He cannot wait for this to all just shut down. My head hurts. Close the portal. End it all. Leave yeah. me on the other side of the realm. Ryan wants nothing to do with me. Anymore. I and bet you know your what? magic without your knowledge. Hey, hey, <laughs> the most important thing of this movie. So... You can just steal someone's magic with a two-word spell that apparently anyone can do because Marnie does it even after her magic was stolen. This is a really weird thing to come up late in the game. Like, it's the third movie in the franchise. We could have been stealing people's magic this entire time, and it just never happens. Um, um, I want to point out a note that I wrote down, which said sex with Da Vinci. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Debbie Reynolds. She got it. She had it with Shakespeare, Da Vinci. Who else? Who um, else? Oh, she, she she's dropping truth bombs about Columbus. Ah, uh, yeah. That Columbus didn't really discover yeah, America. But the fact is, they, you know, they played it off like whatever lady you're crazy. But. I feel like in 2004, we were learning that Columbus wasn't actually the first person to discover America. So why are these kids just ignoring her comment? She's the batty old kook who runs their history class now. I want to know. Sorry, so many of these scenes are just so strung out. Like uh, when Cody, the big love interest, asks Marnie out, she gets this rolled up note that takes her like 20 seconds to undo like word for word like will yeah oh it's the fucking torah it she just rolls the whole thing (laughs) and i I don't know if you guys discussed this already but um 
how he just talks to himself after all these <laughs> little incidents. Oh my god, yeah. It's insufferable. I mean He is a know. ball of anxiety. Like he wants to ask her out and then she walks away and he's just like, Well, that was worth practicing three hours in front of the mirror. Like I get that he's supposed to be sweet and endearing, but then he just like follows her around all the time. And he's very incessant. Like I wanna like him, but He's making it very difficult for me to like well, him. Well, look, he can't be uh, hot and smart and sweet. He's hot and sweet and dumb. He's yeah. just really, really dumb. It's like the triangle. You just have to like pick right. two. Right, exactly. And he's just yeah. a moron, clearly. Kate, why do I recognize him again? Oh, yeah. Um, he has been a lot of American Horror Story stuff, as well as the new... Uh, series Ratchet. So he's really typecast as or hot spooky guy. Yeah. It's a pretty good typecast. Like if you're going to get stuck in one niche, that's that's a pretty good one to be in. Good for Se- him. Sexy scary man. Yeah, sexy scary <laughs> spooky guy. <laughs> that's on his resume. Short. It's headshot. Sexy. He just right, he just signs it. Sexy scary spooky guy. Let's talk about the mall. Let's talk about the mall. You can tell this movie's old because there's a shit ton of people at the mall. And I'm not just talking about coronavirus. Mm -hmm. There's so many fucking people at that mall. That was what I noticed, too. There was like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people at that mall. And this is not a mall in suburban New York City, like the mall that uh, many of us are used to. This is like suburban Halloween town. And there's just... (laughs) It like that's where everybody in the town was on that day. Guys, if you were a tourist from another realm and you walked into the mall, which store would draw your attention the most? Spirit Halloween. Brookstone. Spencer's gifts. I think I'd go to Hot Topic. The probably like image. Hollister, because I'd be like, why is there a building inside of this already built building? Ooh, With like yeah, half naked guys outside. Yeah. Or I guess where are these people's heads? <laughs> Maybe uh, Oh no no I get the real answer uh, The body shop Because it smells crazy <laughs> Oh no you know what You know what I would be sucked into You know those kiosks That advertise eyebrow tweezing Where they just show videos of eyebrows For like yeah. playing 24-7 I would walk right up to that And be like hey What is this Or like uh, the sugar bear gliders Kiosk mm-hmm. Yeah that was a that was a special time what, in the United States. What are sugar bear gliders? Uh, I'm kind of fudging up the name. It's they're like little rodents. It's a sugar glider. Sugar glider. Sugar gliders are actual pets. These are not yeah. actual pets. No, they were, but like at least where I lived in high school, they would sell them via kiosks at the mall, and That's... it was for a very it was like four months, and then I had never seen them again. Seems like animal abuse. Maybe that's why it was only for four <laughs> that months. That is fucked up. Also, what a wild thing to build a business on. You're like, everyone's going to want a sugar glider. I'm going to be in business for years. I'm not surprised it lasted four months because word got out, and 0.0001% of people are like, got to have a sugar glider. Right. Well, there's definitely and this guy's somebody like, who's got a bunch of carcasses of sugar gliders because they oh tried to get God. in on the ground floor and well, didn't work out so well. And all of their animals just, got SARS-CoV-19. They, they just 
they just keep feeding them sugar water. They're like, that must be what they eat. Yeah. In the name. Hey, did this movie have any dads? Yes. The the council oh, guy. Yes. Oh, right. Yeah. Dad. Okay. So we have one dad for the decom dad hour. It's really more of like a decom dad second. Mm, yeah. Um, he, he gets an F. Done. Yeah, yeah, he was a bad dad. F minus. Yeah, definitely. Well, he, I mean, he's the bad guy, but he doesn't get an F because he's the bad guy. We've definitely given bad guys passing grades. He's just not very interesting. He told his son that he was like, he would always have assumed that he was a disappointment. He shit all over his son. And then yeah. disappeared. Also, I also he's get the, the impression that because his son, his only desire was to join a play at school, that his father wouldn't allow him to do that back in Halloween Town, or that plays just don't exist there. I assume it's the foreigner. I kind of liked that. So there is a Halloween dress up, dress him up time, and I kind of liked that Ethan specifically, but I think some of the other goblins and ghouls. Uh, dressed as just like normal stuff Like everyone else who's for human Was dressed like a monster but Ethan was like a cowboy <laughs> Like t- The thing that was exotic to him <laughs> Yeah what else would be exotic Like a plumber would probably be Pretty exotic to Halloween town people Cause what do they yeah. need pipes for They could just magic things all over the place Wait 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 get this guys a mailman I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna say mailman <laughs> Yeah Although, it's exotic They would know about yeah, it would be exotic. They may have the stamps, but they may not have the mailman. Now I want to watch the first Halloween Town to see if there's a mailman monster. <laughs> oh, I feel like there is. There must Maybe. be. Yeah. No, you know what? I'm thinking of the bus driver. I'm thinking oh. of the bus. Because isn't there? Oh, no. Oh. I'm thinking of the bus kiosk guy who's got two heads. And yeah. It's just two but bodies just like arguing with each other. There's a bus driver, too. He's just very normal. Yeah. That, yeah. That wasn't what I was thinking. Of. He's just he's just bus driver guy. Yeah, I would like to bring up how they keep talking about how they have to hide magic and monsters and stuff for everything, but they are not like inconspicuous about it at all. No, when they were setting up their Halloween, um, like it was, I think it was just supposed to be a station at a fair, but then they turned it into this non-Euclidean room where they magicked up a big pumpkin that everybody walked into and then there were corridors on corridors and you walk around for like a half hour inside of this tiny thing. Yeah. And like Marnie's using her magic to speed up the clocks. Uh, Aggie has her bag that just walks around freely throughout the entire school. Yeah. But that's a bit like the whole thing with Aggie is that she is not keeping track of when she's acting mortal and when she's, letting her magic come out. Like, that's a thing. Also, I we haven't said it. It goes without saying, though. Debbie Reynolds is too good for this movie. <laughs> she is a gem. Yep. R.I.P. in peace. But I love that she has committed to this series. At, I don't know. She's probably what, like, in her... She's probably in her 80s at this point. What? She's dead. No, in the movie. Oh. <laughs> she's probably getting paid big bucks. I mean, why else Definitely. would she commit to such a piece of shit? I would say that at least 60% of the budget went to her, just her. Good. You know what? She deserves it. She yeah, and she's not even listed as a producer, parts. which means she just kept it all. And you know what? I'm happy for her. Debbie, if you're listening, we're happy for you. Yep. We know you're out there. Aggie. 
What else is okay, in this so movie? This is... Should we just do a decom f bomb? Oh, I oh, forgot about that. Shit. I have. <laughs> All right. Here's one. here's my decom f bomb. Uh, someone says Halloween is fucking cool. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I would love that. Just just a throwaway. Would it be one of the Halloween Town kids who say that, or just someone else? Definitely one of the Halloween Town kids. Yeah. Everyone else is kind of uh, not into it. Yeah. Not into the spirit of Halloween. Don't say it. All right. I have a decom F-bomb. What is um, it? When uh, the judge dad guy who, who looks like uh, our friend's dad uh, sucks the magic out of the Cromwell ladies um, in the movie, uh, Marnie goes, oh, my magic. Just like really cliche and really <laughs> pathetic. I, I would just have her go, oh, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, so lame. As much as I love Kimberly J. Brown in this movie, all of her ADR is awfully done. It's it's very sad to hear. Might as well throw a Wilhelm scream in there while we're at it, too. Yeah. Ah. There definitely were some. (laughs) My decom F-bomb. So they're when they're in the mall, um, they get in an altercation with some unknown uh, evil presence. And then when uh, Marnie and Aggie find them again, all the Halloween Town people, they've all lost their costumes and they're standing there in their spooky selves. Um, and this is when Dylan, the brother, Marnie's brother, sees the troll as her in her true skin for the first time. And he looks at her and he goes, you're a troll. You're a big, pink, fluffy fucking troll. <laughs> <laughs> He just can't get over that she is like one of those little things you put on top of your pencils in elementary school. Yeah, they had a nice interspecies relations going on. Yeah. Also, I really appreciated that she reveals that since she is not actually attracted to humans, she looks at him and she's like, you're the ugliest creature I've ever laid eyes on. (laughs) That's an that alternate been, decom F bomb. I was going to say that would have been the a good ugliest spot for fucking it creature I've ever laid my eyes on. <laughs> Listeners, uh, you got a decom F bomb for us? Tell us at Disney Channel Tipsy Panel. What about my decom F bomb? You can tell me and right mine. now. I will. All right. Cool. So at the beginning, it's the very beginning, start of the movie. Um, Marnie is getting ready to go see the council for the first time, and she says, um, I sure know what I'd like to say to them. And, um, for my idea, calm F bomb, I would just have her say, fuck them. Cause I feel like that's a very natural progression to what she was thinking. That'd be a really good scene change too, where she just goes, I know just what to say to them. And then, you know, swipe, right? Fuck you. <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. I think, I think mine this is a moment that really made me laugh, and it's very small. But Aggie starts by teaching science. Uh, Aggie's the grandma. And she is doing, like, an experiment. She's making lotions and potions. <laughs> and a puff of smoke comes up, and all of a sudden there's a, a large parrot, a big bird. And you hear in the background, there's like there's like, oh, oh, oh. And you hear some like a bird appeared out of nowhere and you hear a kid in the background go loudly go, wait a second. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, that kid just should have just said, wait a fucking second. <laughs> that's not like way. Yeah, no shit. That's not chemistry, man. I think what the fuck would have been appropriate too. <laughs> yeah. Also, those kids a were huge. Bird? Oh yeah. In that science class. Linebackers. Most of Adults. the kids in this were 24 years old. Minimum. Yeah, wait, the, the kid who was going to brutalize Lucas Grabeel, he was like a full-blown adult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, I'd just like to point out for the scene that we were talking about in the mall where the purple haze comes and then they turn back into their troop forms. Um, they're outside a Halloween store. Why did no one just assume that they were in costume? Why did right. everyone just automatically assume they were actual monsters. Yeah. Right. Or that the purple haze was part of um, a Halloween display or something. Yeah. I think Jimmy we Hendrix have to was kind of suspend bow, our disbelief bow, a little bow, bit and bow, assume bow, that bow, they look more bow. monstrous than what we really see, which, and which is just spirit Halloween costumes. Bum, 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 bum. Hey, bum, 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 bum. why the fuck isn't Sophie in this movie at all? Right. She yeah, does kind of called her. She sits on the couch. Yeah, she sits on the couch, but I want to see her do something actual. Did you guys know that the actress is now a martial artist? Yes, really? actually, I did know that because mm-hmm. I'm very smart. Yeah, I forget her name, but I'm pulling it up now. Her name is Emily Ruska. I can't pronounce it. Something like that. But yeah, she's a martial artist. She could probably beat up all of us, except maybe Ryan. At the Ryan. same time, y'all. I'm I'm not only am I very smart, but I'm also very strong. And you also have like two feet on her. The, she could kick the shit out of me if she's a martial artist. She could fucking obliterate me. <laughs> it doesn't matter how big I am. Hey, listeners, could you kick my ass? Call the <laughs> call the decom f bomb hotline at nine one four eight six three sixteen thirteen. Tell me. How you like to beat the shit out of me? <laughs> can I call? No. Oh, I wasn't going to tell you how much I can beat the shit out of you. You have my direct you number. I was going to say just how much I like you. Call me up and threaten me directly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I, I fought you originally, all of you, when you said that this movie wasn't about anything. But we're not very far into the recording process, and I'm already grasping at at straws for things to talk about here. (laughs) All it is, it's all just shtick, and that shtick is Halloween, and Mm -hmm. it's appropriate if you're a kid, right? Or if you're a Halloween obsessive, but I think that Halloween Towns 1 and 2 exhausted all of the Halloween tropes. This is... I don't know. This is not as much about Halloween as it is about conflict between um, good and evil. And even that's pushing it. I mean, it just so happens that Halloween is the backdrop of all of this. It's not even good and evil. It's like pure blood and mixed blood. It's straight up like racism. That's what this movie is about. Yeah. But it doesn't teach it. No, this movie is about making money so the producers can buy a boat. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. This was the boat movie for sure. (laughs) Yeah. But wait, there's a fourth one. Oh no that are you kidding and hold on wait ryan because it sounds like you don't know what it is can you guess the name of the fourth one return to halloween town high yeah, yeah you got it that that, that was Oof. incredibly we have to easy. return to this shit oh yeah 
Wait a second. What is it actually called? It's called Return to Halloween Town. No. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> I'm gonna, I, I sincerely hope I'm dead by then because I don't know if I'll be able <laughs> to muster. Next Halloween. Yeah. yeah. We're going to do it next Halloween. Oh, Kate's no. Kate's going to be back. This is the only one that I have not yet seen. I haven't seen Return to Halloween Town either. It has a different actress. They got Sarah Paxton to play Marnie. She is the the mermaid in Aquamarine. Um, she is the the handicapped girl in Hounded. If you remember that Whoa. one, person mm-hmm. first. You got to say she's the girl with the handicap. My apologies. Yes, but that is her in Hounded. Um, but yeah, so. There's a fourth one. I hope you're ready. You have 365 days to prepare. I'm the man with brain rot. (laughs) Yeah, but that was always true. (sighs) That didn't hinge on how many Halloween towns we saw. (laughs) Yeah, but it certainly doesn't help. Fair. One kernel of a thing that I I felt like there should have been more substance to, but they kind of just like glazed over is I, I couldn't help but wonder basically the whole movie why Marnie cared so much. Like, why does she give a shit about like these people in Halloween town? And there's one line where she's like, like this could have been so much more where she's like, I want people to accept the monsters and accept humans because I'm both. And I don't want to have to be living two different lives Mm -hmm. always kind of straddled between who the two things that I am. And I was like, all right, that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. But we didn't really get like, basically she's just like, mo- you just get that. She like wants to do this thing. And then is like in conflict with her grandma. And like, that's it. You don't get like any of her emotional attachment to it. Really? That's a yeah, good point because good point. the the stakes of this movie hinge on the decision that she made to wager her family's powers but she was wagering her family's powers because of that. She wanted to yeah. bridge that gap and, you know, they caught her with a technicality, but it was because she wanted to bridge that divide. And yeah, they don't discuss that at all. It's just like, Oh, well she made a dumb decision and now these are the stakes for that reason. Yeah. But the impression I get is that she's being tried as an adult. Like, isn't she like 15? Yeah. What is, what is the age of adulthood in Halloween town? Well, she made a bet and she has to follow through with that bet. I know that because that's exactly how it works in my family as well. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. You've told me that uh, there's, there's a Monopoly story. Yeah, they really screwed me over. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many times I've heard this story? Many. It never gets old, though. On the next episode of the Disney Channel Tipsy Panel, we discuss Kate Hyman's family bet on a game of Monopoly. Yeah, tune in. You're going to love it. Hey, so I don't think it helps Marnie's case that all of the people from Halloween Town are called monsters. Like, what do you think would be a more like PC term to refer to them that would make them, uh, you know, a little more palatable? Halloweentonian. Yeah, that's good. The supernaturals. The other beings. Boozer. Magic. Magic. <laughs> but Magician. not all of them have magic, we believe. What? Oh, my God. Yeah. The There's one guy who's just green. 
That's his thing. Spooks. Yeah. Where Where is Halloween Town? Is it on Earth? Good it's question. In another realm. Yeah. South Carolina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's It's right by um, Charleston. Halloween yeah. Town, South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> that That's why the football is so important because it's the South. Uh, the heart of the nation. Hey Google, where's Halloween Town? Oh, they're gonna tell you it's in Oregon. Yeah, send me directions to Halloween Town. That's where they filmed the first movie, but I don't think any of the other movies were filmed in that one town in Oregon. Yeah, this one was in. Well, wasn't Halloween Town filmed? Uh, sorry, let me clarify. Wait, let me guess. Moab, Utah. Uh, yeah, yeah. This one was half Utah, half LA. But this wasn't was wasn't filmed in Halloween Town at all. It was just filmed in the mortal realm. Yeah, which is pretty lame. Halloween Town's not a real place, you guys. I hate to break it to you. This is fiction. No, but that begs the question: Why is it called Halloween Town High? We're not in Halloween Town High. Yeah, yeah. Could be Human School High. <laughs> human <laughs> High School. Okay, that makes more sense. Like to go human to human High School, school would have been a great. and take Human <laughs> Math. I mean, this would have been a more interesting movie if Immortal went to Halloween Town High and not the other way around. Oh, absolutely. Oh. If like Dylan became the main character, because I hate Dylan for being such a scrub, but. Seeing him totally out of his element would be a better movie. I I have a question about the politics of Halloween Town. Where was that council the first two movies? There was Calabar, who was like a mayor. Mm-hmm. He was in charge of Halloween Town. And then all of a sudden there's a council in charge of Halloween Town. Yeah. When did that... I want to see like... The Lincoln of that. Yeah. Show me so, the well, oligarchical throw I don't, well, don't want to see that. probably when Calabar got sent out because he was evil and everyone saw that. And so in the there, second movie, we do see that they descend to some sort of lack of governance. Just Gray is the mayor now. So there That's was right. a military coup in the, in the first movie. Mm. The CIA uh, supported it. Yup. And then in the second movie, there was just anarchy. Right. Also uh, supported by the CIA. Right. And then this is the, the temporary government as established by the temporary constitution. That's how well, these things work. What's going to be the government in the fourth movie? Um, the principal of Halloween Town High. Oh, he's the like he runs the whole place. Return to Halloween Town. No, it's going to be stupid, sexy Cody. (laughs) My guess is that it's just a cat. (laughs) Um, I have a question completely unrelated. Why is Marnie trying to fight so hard to show that humans have changed when she should know better than anyone else that humans are still as intolerant and terrible as they have been like of all time? Somebody's yeah, got She kind of won't yeah. step up to the plate. Like she shows her magic, but she's not like trying to go up to people and and educating them herself. She's basically trying to pass monsters off as not normal monsters. and then like hope like hope that that changed things. But even in her world, 
even if the monsters wind up going to human school, they'll have to wear disguises. She has no plan to get them actually accepted, just like accepted on the surface. Yeah. And also in a much more real sense, like people hate other people without them being monsters. Yeah. That's just true. like mortals. Mm-hmm. I yes. think she's a little bit. Yeah. Um, she has high hopes. They were demonstrating some of that too. I mean, they uh, showed the the cattiness of high schoolers calling other high schoolers uh, like weirdos or whatever. They really could have done so much more with all of this, and instead they just focused on this plot, which was bullshit to begin with. You know, they really could have gone into um, morality and. Um, Whatever, or, but or they didn't. How about, mayhaps, we say, just a food fight scene. How come we don't get Mr. <laughs> Werewolf guy crawling up onto the ceiling with a big lump of spaghetti and just throwing it at somebody? <laughs> <laughs> How come we don't get Mr. Ogre Man just grabbing yeah. a, a hunk of mashed potatoes and slamming it down on the cheerleaders, huh? It- in that same vein, we really should have had a race, some sort of competition. Yeah. <laughs> like an, an extreme sport. This Thank movie. God there was basketball in this movie. <laughs> Otherwise, I, I would have just been disappointed. You know, mm-hmm. I might have thought this was a bad movie, but thank God there was basketball. You got to have there's it. A, there's a little bit of football, too. The werewolf catches a football with his mouth. Yep. I thought okay. it was an apple. No, that he was also actually catches a football. Oh, he did catch the football. That was actually the one joke I really liked in this movie where he catches it in his mouth and then Debbie Reynolds goes, "Maybe you should try using your hands next time." And everybody laughs and she goes, "No, I'm serious. That's how they do it." <laughs> <laughs> I liked that. That was that was like not even a good joke. I, it was <laughs> the best one in the movie. This movie sucked. <laughs> Ryan, try to try to find the silver lining here, huh? This movie sucked so bad. It's it's this, a meeting. It's a it's a blending of two cultures coming stop, together and finding stop. harmony. The silver lining is that I never have to watch this movie again. <laughs> yeah, but you're probably going to have to watch a worse one. Stop. Not if I'm eh, never mind. Hey, so Marnie takes Cody on the broomstick a couple times, but the superimposition of the you know them on the broom over the sky is awful, and it makes it look like they're flying at about ten miles an hour. Mm-hmm. It's very sluggish. My favorite part of that scene is when I, I guess Cody wakes up and Marnie goes, still rides like a charm. Ha ha. <laughs> just d- delivered so flippantly, so bad. There's like no anything behind it. It was almost like it was the 26th take. They're like, all right, Marnie, just deadpan it. And she was like, still rides like a charm. Ha ha. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel about this movie. Ha ha. Oh, wait, hold on. We got to bring this up because I know it was Kate's favorite thing in the movie. Uh, During the chaos that erupts at the (laughs) Halloween town fair, 
um, bad guy Judge Man Edgar brings out a bunch of monsters, one of them being a big spooky skeleton. No, no, no. He starts out as a small spooky skeleton, and then he becomes a big spooky skeleton. Right. My mistake. (laughs) But, oh, man, the CGI on that small to large spooky skeleton is excellent. Honestly, my favorite part. (laughs) I, I, I out loud when that happened, when it was also a night that skeletons came to life. <laughs> the bones are the money. The worms are their dollars. Good skeleton. Also, yeah. that skeleton wasn't normal. It had like mummy gauze as its bones. It had mummy gauze on its torso. And tiny and eyes. Tiny eyes. And it had, he had like a Hey Arnold skull. It was very wide. <laughs> That is not a human skeleton. It was a really good skeleton. Definitely a good one, but certainly not a human one. That was the skeleton of Alfred E. Newman's dad. Just he looked at he looked at the skeleton and got dad. Is this the same Alfred E. Newman that you thought the ogre was? Yes. No, I'm not talking about. The actual mascot of Mad Magazine. I'm talking about Mr. Blue Ogre Man, whose name is, I don't know, Chet something. I was going to say Chase. Yeah, I think you're actually right. He looks like a Chase. Oh, my God. Um, Something else I want to talk about, too, is how insufferable I thought the music was. I, Uh. I I give them credit for trying, but the lyrics were so heavy handed. It was like, living in a strange world. Mm. Halloween on the walls. I got a skeleton it's, in my pocket. I, Ghouls are I running got a skeleton free for all. in my body. <laughs> Currently, the skeleton is very wet right now. I think I know what's wrong with this movie. And I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to admit it. But it's because Robin Thomas is not in this movie. The guy who plays Calabar. Mm. He is really what made Halloween Town so special. And he's not in two. He's not in this one. There's just, there's nothing smooth about this movie, you know? Not enough CGI. (laughs) It It is not just like the ocean under the moon. Cut it out, dude. Just stop. (sighs) That's it, baby. Remind me again why I don't like to use magic. It's 3 a.m. I must be lonely. That was the mom, right, Ryan? Yeah. And that that was right after she said, don't you just love marshmallow spiders? Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. Loved the marshmallow spiders. Yeah. I love a creature whose only destiny is to jump into boiling liquid and die. Well, Brandon, I got news for you. You're going to love me because <laughs> if I have to watch another Halloween town movie, I'm going to jump into the Gowanus canal. <laughs> Ryan, one, one line in this movie that I feel like you could have related to is the Alfred E. Newman, uh, ogre man goes, how much longer do I have to wear this stupid human suit? And I was like, same, bro, same. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Aren't we all just wearing human suits? <laughs> Sometimes yeah. I'm like, why am I so uncomfortable? And then I'm like, oh, right, it's because I'm wearing skin all day. 
Don't you wish you could just unzip and reveal your ogreish self? It's my disgusting meat just bursting forth from my flesh prison. Yeah. <laughs> that is what I wish. You know what, what would made this, to be free. You know what made this movie a lot better? So Cassie is kidnapped and just trapped in a mirror and like she's just gone for 20 minutes. <laughs> and the mother, Gwen, goes into the the I guess the cell phone of mirrors. You know, it's some network or whatever. But she goes in and she tries to find Cassie. And then we don't see either of them for the rest of the third act until they both just show up. And Gwen's like, yep, I found her. Why don't we get to see that? I want to see them traveling through a series of tubes that is the mirror FaceTime that they've invented in Halloween Town. I want to see that adventure. But no, we it's, don't get any of that. It's just bullshit. they disappear and come it's, back. It, it all came from the plot device factory. It, yeah. It's all just there to as a means to an end. You know, Kate and I both said during this movie, like, oh, Cassie looks really familiar. I wonder what she's from. And she's from absolutely nothing. This is one of three things that she has acted in, and one of them was uh, just voice acting. Yeah, we so, both just recognize her because we've seen this movie before. Mm-hmm. And forgotten. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I was so primed for you to say Degrassi. <laughs> oh, I wish. I would have known. Yeah. I, I would have known if she was anywhere within seasons one through seven. Yeah. After that, Oof. it's it's a little hazy, but I consider myself an expert of that era of Degrassi. But also this one wasn't filmed in Canada. Not that I know of anyway. But the, the characters are from Canada. Yeah, Hey-o. kind of weird that this is one of the only ones that actually mentions Canada, but they're not from there. Wait, you guys. Canada doesn't exist in the DCOM universe. It's just a fictional place. I actually did enjoy one other line delivery. So towards the beginning of the movie, when all the foreign exchange students show up, and Aggie goes to meet the principal and she says something along the lines of, oh, we're all so excited to engage in your culture and learn your customs. And he just looks at her deadpan and goes, you're all from Canada, right? <laughs> that, that, that was pretty good. I like that. It, it wasn't a bad gag, too, when um, Aggie first talks to the principal and she's like, all the exchange students from and she has a giant <laughs> yellow piece of paper in her hand that just says Canada on it. <laughs> I like the idea of her like accidentally reading it backwards. She goes, "We're from a uh, Adanac." <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I screwed it up again. I, uh, I, I, what, what do you have? Very James? small thing that I kept that. thinking about. I kept, I just got fixated on this. One of the carnival games that they showed, I think they showed it twice. Mm. It was just called Skull Toss. <laughs> and you'd take a full-sized skull and you throw it into like a, po- a potion pot. I'm like, that's the game. Step right up, step right up. Only a nickel to toss a skull. Get your cranium in the pot. Win a little stuffed animal. You know you want to play. Come on down to Skull Toss. 
is set up a skull toss league and put it on ESPN eight the Ocho. Where do you think they got the skulls? Do you think they're real skulls? It was after the ghouls uh, broke out, so maybe it was a real skull. How much do skulls weigh in comparison to like a basketball or a baseball or a wiffle ball? Okay, more than a baseball. Probably more than a basketball because basketball is all just air. I'm going to guess that my skull personally probably weighs like 14 to 15 pounds. Sure. I believe the whole head weighs like 15 to 20 pounds. No, but my head's really big. But that's with like brain and stuff, right? My brain is really large, too, because I'm very smart and eyeballs. All right, I think we've exhausted this movie. Let's get to the good credits names, and then let's get the fuck out of here. Oh, actually, I have some Wait, thank you. fun tidbits. Oh, well. please, hit me with the fun tidbits. They have nothing to do with the movie. That's um, fine. <laughs> um, so I knew 2004 was a pretty good year for horror movies, so I compiled a list of other movies that you could have watched in 2004 instead of this movie's which includes uh, Dawn of the Dead, Shaun of the Dead, Saw, The Grudge, The Village, Scooby-Doo, Monsters Unleashed, and uh, my personal favorite, Frankenfish. <laughs> what a list. Yeah, wow. That's a great year for horror movies. Well, I didn't realize that Dawn and Shaun of the Dead both came out in the same year. I didn't either. Because like Shaun of the Dead, I mean like I know that there's an original Dawn of the Dead, but like Shaun of the Dead is very much a parody of Dawn of the Dead, so that's a pretty quick turnaround. Dawn of the Dead, kind of like our Cheeto president. <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely eviscerated him. The right will not come back from this. Got him. When does this episode come out? Uh, not soon um, enough. Yeah, after the fact, I think. I don't know. Soon. Well, it's it's out already. Listeners, <laughs> if you're hearing this episode, it's out already. That's true. And the fate of the United States for 2020 through 2024 may have already been decided. I'm not sure yet. Who gives um, a shit? Yeah. Civil War now. Hey, uh, who's got some good credits names? Um, I... I don't. I have I sh- uh, utility stunts was Honey Swift. It's a good name. The name woman who played the vampire Swift. is named Moaya Pryor. And this is the best one. Mrs. Reynolds' stylist was named Pinky Babajan. My dear God. <laughs> you know that Debbie Reynolds came into this with her own stylist who she's been working with for, you know, the twilight of her career. And she said, you have to pay her $200,000 for this movie. (laughs) And they said, no, absolutely not. And Debbie said, well, then I'm going to walk if you don't give me Pinky Baba (laughs) John. Pinky Baba Um, John stays. (laughs) We, We have we have Josh. Twelves. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's mall shopper uncredited. 
Um, we have we have Michael Risk. Ooh. He's Mummy Mummy Two uncredited. That's a good one. Who else? <laughs> Jim Jepson. <laughs> That's good. Oh my god, I could read this all day. Yeah, that's maybe the best part of this movie when it was over. No, Pinky it was the big Mama skeleton. Sean. That was the best part of the movie. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that one. Roy Nyrim. <laughs> Wait, what? How do you spell Nyrim? K N Y R I M. Oh, sure. <laughs> Ooh, Gabriel Jessup and Jacob A. Jessup. Siblings, maybe? Lovers? Question mark. Cool names. David. We got brothers. some good names here. I'm just gonna the rest of the episode. I'm just gonna be reading uh, good credits names like Jay I Frankenberger. Mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna be quite honest. I checked out as soon as the credits started to roll. I was like, "Thank God we're out of here." Also, because they rolled the director's so fast. Name, uh, yeah. Well, the director's name is Mark A. Z. DePay. Yeah. That that's not a name. That's a collection of sounds. That's not a name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mark A. Z. DePay. He also. Nope. I'm so sorry. Uh, that is not the director's name. I was on Frankenfish because <laughs> I didn't know what Frankenfish was. No, it is Halloween Town High. Yeah, it Mark is. Mark A. Z. DePay. Yeah. Wait. 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 James, hang on. Are you currently right at this moment now telling Wait. me that it's the same director? Yes. What? It is the same director, you guys. Wait. What? Nice. Look, it is the same. I am on his IMDb right now. No fucking way. I don't believe I, it. Marquez de pay. Marquez de pay. Marquez de pay. Frankenfish, Halloween Town High, Holy right next to each shit. other. In one year? The nerve. Uh, Marcus uh, pay And Pixel Perfect. Whoa. Oh, hold on. Because we're going to get to that movie. And I love Pixel Perfect. Wake up. It's you. It's me. It's Marcus pay Also, Marcus pay has directed a whole bunch of Garfield animated <laughs> movies. Garfield oh, gets no. real. Garfield's Fun Fest, Garfield's Pet Force. Yeah, the man is a tour de force. The man is a tour de Garfield's Pet Force. I can't believe he did Halloween Town High and Frankenfish in the same year. Yeah, uh, what a year. 2004 was truly the year of Mark A.Z. DePay. That's kind of spooky. Oh, yeah. Mark A Z to pay, more like Mark Easy to pay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Good night. Okay, everybody look. Everybody look through your notes because I'm done with this movie. I want to rate it. Is are we done? <sighs> oh, done. oh, please. Yeah. Okay. Actually, wait a second. The last thing I will say is that I appreciated that there was arson in this movie. Yes, there was absolutely arson. Light, lighting fires is always a positive in my book. Mm-hmm. Very and cool. I will I will light myself on fire if I have to watch a fourth installment of this series. Well, I'm going to keep Thank the you good away night. from you then. I'm going to go one further and I'm going to... Um, Self mummify by eating uh, rocks and twigs and then not <laughs> drinking water like a Buddhist monk. Very nice. Very cool. Happy Halloween. 
Let's rate this movie. For those of you who don't know, our rating system is super simple. You can give it a thumbs up or you can give it a thumbs down. Or if you're like me, you can give almost every movie a thumbs down because they're all fucking miserable. And this one was no exception. (sighs) Awful, 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 awful. Waste of my time. Terrible, bad thumbs down. But how'd you really feel, Ryan? Oh, man, (laughs) you do not want to (laughs) know. This movie was so, so, so bad that when my internet cut out during this taping... I almost didn't even bother to fix it because I didn't want to talk about this nonsense ass movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's how I really felt. <laughs> no, no, I I believe you. This movie fucking sucked. I hated it so much. All right. I guess I'll, I'll go. Okay, go ahead. I I hate it too, Ryan. Thanks. That's the end of my review. I, I wait. Hold on. I don't know. Is that a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Oh, sorry. Uh, for clarity, for legal purposes, I have to state that it is a thumbs down. Oh. Right. Yeah. Me too. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Thumbs down. Okay. All right. I got gotcha. you, James. What did you think? Um. Probably should have known when I saw that it clocked in at an hour twenty-two. This was going to be a long hour and twenty-two <laughs> minutes. Uh, also broke it out over a couple days and I was shocked at how long it felt like it was taking, uh, <laughs> thumbs down. Okay. Okay. Thumbs down, thumbs down, thumbs down. I enjoyed watching just, this one, guys. Oh oof. God. You're I, sick. Oof. I can You're hear sick. the pain in your voice. No, I, You're I enjoyed sick. it. It's not good, but I enjoyed it. I think it went beyond just the nostalgia I felt from having seen it back when it came out. It's not better than the first one. It's a little better than the second one. I give it a thumbs up. Why, Brandon? Why do you like this? Give me one reason. I I can't quantify that. I can't qualify that. I could just say it's a thumbs up. I, I had an enjoyable experience watching it. And before you try to claim that it's just, Oh, I liked experiencing it. No, I (laughs) enjoyed watching it. I'm not going to say it's a good movie, but I am going to say I enjoyed it. And if it were longer than 82 minutes, maybe I wouldn't have, but it's a thumbs up for me. Did it make you glad to be alive? No, See, see, you're trying to compare me to he who must not be named. The man who ruined our rating experience so long ago. No, to make I you feel I, awake. You guys just don't understand, man. You guys don't get my perspective. All right. Well, let's let's let Kate I am a free thinker. <sighs> Embarrassing. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to preface my description by saying that. I also give it a thumbs up. I don't think it's a good movie. I did enjoy it. I love Halloween, so obviously that's going to color some of my um, tastes. Um, However, this movie didn't make me angry when I watched it, and I think that's a big um, difference between movies I hate and movies I don't hate. So, uh, yeah, I'll give it a thumbs up. Wow, you guys, we're setting a really low bar here. I don't think so. We've seen some really bad ones, 
and I don't think Yeah, this, this was one of them. I don't think I can group this, this with movies like sucked. A Ring of Endless Light or Hounded or Life is Rough. I think this is definitely a cut above those. Again, dude. Not saying it's like good. I'm not going to say, yeah, this is in the the DCOM Hall of Fame. But I liked it. No, man. Of course it's not good, but this movie made me so angry. Why? Because it, it was so bad. And See, I, I had to there are movies it. that I've seen, you know, in this whole watching all 50, however many uh, DCOMs that have legitimately made me angry watching them. Yeah, I actually this think is not that one those ones. I actually think that if Kate were a host and rating every single one of these movies, she would give more thumbs down than anybody here. Hmm. And I think that's saying something. Maybe it's because I'm forced to watch them without any outlet to talk about them. You're just bottled up up in there. All right. Well, look, you two are still in the minority. I think most of us agree. This movie sucked ass. Yeah, that's true. But that means we need to hear from our lovely listeners. Hey, friends, did you like this movie? Would you give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Let us know. We're on Instagram at Disney Channel Tipsy Panel. We're on Twitter at Tipsy Panel. We have an email, Disney Channel Tipsy Panel at gmail.com. Or you can call us at the number that I might get wrong, 914-917-1613. Ryan, I got it wrong, didn't I? Nine one four eight six three sixteen thirteen. Where did my numbers but come from? Wow! Don't 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 call me about this episode unless you hate it just as much as I no, do. No, no, Because if you if you're going to apologize for it, I don't want to hear it. Please convert Ryan to the other side. We can flip. I don't want to hear it. Ryan is the Ohio of this podcast, and we can get him on our side. I don't want to hear it. All right. I, I want to hear it. I guess that's our show, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. I already listed all the social media, so that's pretty much everything. Um, stay on the lookout for our Disney Channel Tipsy Panel recipe book that is still in the works. It's still on the way, and you're going to love it. Um, wait, Brandon, you didn't ask if I had any plugs. Kate, do you have any plugs? Thank you, Ryan. I do. Um, my husband has a podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Kate, you're married to a podcaster? That's embarrassing. I think you all might like to listen to it. What's um, it called? Oh, oh, you don't get to know. You're going to have to guess. It's called Chapo Trap House. <laughs> Can we get a happy Halloween on three? One, two, three. Happy, happy Halloween. Halloween. That's our show, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next time. We'll have another decom for you. Good night. This is a thankful thing. Thank God. Stop recordings. Yeah.